Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. I don't think I sound like Bob Ross. I think you're full of crap, Brian. Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael. And this is Ryan. And um, well, oh. I'm going to do an impression right now. <laughs> you tell me who it is. Really? Welcome to the desert. Gonna... <laughs> this is a uh, picture of a beautiful saguaro. Trying to introduce our special guest and you're going to make the show about you, huh? pretty little icons <clears throat> welcome to the ryan show fun. folks and i'm really i'm happy that you could join us to the ryan show <laughs> ryan show is the best show on earth really frankly pt barnum doesn't got nothing on, on i'll uh, shut up i'll shut up rpsp now i tell you um <laughs> we've got a special well ryan please don't by the way don't shut up man i appreciate you appreciate your input appreciate so it was your, a good impression it was great it was it was. i don't know what you're talking about at all i'm completely lost but i <laughs> son of a jerk um we have a special guest today joining us and well i guess returning to us would you please uh, say hello and and reintroduce yourself to our beautiful listeners hi everyone uh, my name is Lisette arenas and i just have to say that it was very difficult to stifle my laugh waiting because i have a very loud laugh and i um appreciate the humor that's early on you basically um, you've passed the test you've you know you've oh uh, it's you know, most Lisa, people would crack would have cracked under that kind of pressure if, it, if it's at michael's expense just let it rip i mean just, <laughs> just let it go <laughs> No, it was great. Thank you for having me back. I yeah, welcome back. The one and only. Thank you. Sounds like a busted pipe. You're right. It does sound like a busted pipe, and I'm sick of this crowd. <laughs> I'm gonna find another crowd noise. Yeah, this did that terrible. sound? Did that sound like a crowd, or did that sound like? Uh, I don't. Sound like something it. was being scraped on the ground. You know, if you hadn't made that comparison, it it would have passed. But once you said it, you know, it just I couldn't get it out of my mind. Reference, which is a ring wraith from Lord of the Rings. (laughs) That's what that sounded like to me. I'm like, who has the ring and why are they hunting us down? (laughs) (laughs) Ring wraith. That's thank you. Thank you for sharing that image. Uh, Ring wraith. That's great. That's good. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, you got it all out? No, re- I did. I did. I just a really, I'm still stuck on Ring Wraith, frankly, is, what, is, what, <laughs> is what's happening with me right now. So I apologize. Get, get back into your Bob Ross I got, uh, <clears throat> Tom mode. You know, chill. Mode. Why is it? I don't, I just, I'm just trying to 
you know, <laughs> just be pleasant in my in my speaking tone. Well, anyway, folks, <laughs> Back we're glad. I love no, this right? right now. I'm literally like, I'm just watching. No, I the mean, game that's is, can can Ryan, you know, distract me enough or whatever can get me out of my zone. He does it very well. <laughs> I. I feel like you do that to me pretty much every episode. It's never happened a single time. Just, That's boldface lie. He's going to sit here and get, lie to our special guest. Throw something at the wall and see if it <laughs> sticks. <you know? laughs> I'm quite or frankly like, project. you know how the, the Zoom moves in and out with like who's speaking? I keep trying to see how many of the people behind you, the little characters behind you, I recognize. That's what I'm like. Every time Ryan pops up, I'm like, oh, wait, there's that person. So you're not the only ones who are being distracted here. I'm just going to point that, that out. That is kind of distracting, right? There's a <laughs> lot going on. We got Grogu over there, little baby Yoda. We got, I see Thanos yeah. up at the top. I got, uh, I see like Magneto from like neck down. I got Bruce Lee. I see Bruce Lee. It's Those like the show. Everyone invited to the party. Man, Super a lot of, cool. You know, and again, just like Ryan's, uh, I don't know if we got it on the record, but Ryan's hair has been complimented more than once today. Uh, his background also gets compl compliments and comments more than once in, in any given day uh, when we do this. And uh, yeah, I just, I really got to say it's a, it's a humbling. It's really an honor to co-host a, a show with you, bro. I mean, back to the star of the show. The reason we're having this conversation. It's cool, guys. We're not talking about my model s good looks or my good choice of backer. We could spend the whole conversation, conversation doing that, though. That could be we the have someone here we're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to just say, though, because once again, I was distracted. Um, Michael, is that a bass guitar? What is what is the face behind you? That yeah. It's a... It's a gift from a mutual friend of Ryan and my, uh, it's a, it's a, a, a flying V guitar, but in the form of a Tiki God, angry rock. That guy. is so cool. That's awesome. A little wooden thing. Yeah. A few years. I, I don't know. It just feels appropriate there in the, in the corner. No, I like it for sure. I was like, wait a minute. There's a face. There's another face. Just looking right at you, <laughs> judging yeah. your guitar playing. He's like, can you play better though? I think you can play better. But you can play a little better. So. That's, that's the vibe the, I get from that's him. That's the face that most people make when they know you're trying to make me look bad. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I thought you were about to say that's the face that most people make when they play the guitar or whatever, when they really rock it. But no, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I thought you were leading me down a different path, bro. I'll try this one last time. Back to the star of the show. Sorry. I apologize. Oh, it's okay. You're allowed to do that. The guest is allowed to do whatever they want. I'm just trying to keep Michael and, you know, from please, please do keep me in check. I, it's appreciated that you do that. I guess we were talking about, um, how time flies and how yeah. last time, you know, we got into some pretty deep stuff and you were willing to go there. Yeah. Um, why don't we, you had just released that single at the time and you had some traumatic events going on. Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe you could talk a little bit about what that was like putting music out and how it's, how the reception has been, what, or any notable, you know, any notable moments maybe that you would want to talk about since we last talked? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, it was 
it was one of those things where um, just about a few months later, it was the anniversary of my grandmother's passing. The song is Let It Be. And, um, and it was one of these like cathartic moments where we all met up, my grandfather and my uncles and my cousins, we all met up at um, the cemetery on the day of, and um, they were playing on just like on our phone speakers, like um, just some of her favorite like hymnals and songs that she sang. And, you know, we're all just comforting each other and um, crying. And it was the first kind of big thing that came with that was having my grandfather like ask to have that song played there. Um, it felt very, um, it was just a very special moment for me to feel like I had a song that he knew, obviously I had written for her about her and the, the grieving process and to have him specifically request it and know that it's in English and it's not in his like primary language, but identify with it, identify with what I had said, feel the pain in my voice and, um, and just have it feel like it fit in the moment was very, it was, it was for me kind of like the, the peak of why it was written in the first place was to be able to grieve with my family and to be able to connect with them and have kind of this solemn moment where in our regular everyday lives, we don't get to just cry out to her and wish that she was around, but there in that moment, we, we could, and, um, and we did. And so it felt like it reminded me of some of the messages that I had gotten. I had some people who reached out and sent me a message through Instagram about the people that it reminded them in their own lives and, um, and just felt super grateful um, that once again, um, what we had talked about at the last um, time that we were together, your guys and myself um, was being able to just like create something that connects you to other people. And it felt like that was happening. And so there was a very big and kind of overwhelming sense of, relief, but connection and gratitude. And, um, and since then, um, it's actually come up quite a bit, which is really exciting. The song itself, um, people have asked me about that specific song and what it meant to them to hear it and, you know, where it kind of came from. And it just is one of those things that feels like I'm it was the right move to be the first song, you know, to make that the first song that I ever put out there into the world, um, that it's exactly what I wanted it to be. So, yeah. That's, um, it's good to hear because I feel like I remember you talking about how there was, uh, notable amount of angst on your part because yeah. the genre might how is it how is it going to be received by yeah. not only my family my immediate family who knows me because this genre is a little different than what i was doing before yeah but but not only that how is it going to be received generally yeah so to hear that because you said relief you know so i'm sure there was some 
you know, anticipation of the reaction. But the fact that it, it went well on both fronts, mm-hmm. you know, it was played at, at the funeral, right? It was um it was played a year after so oh I, I okay just that. recently okay yeah okay yeah, yeah, okay yeah. right right mm-hmm. okay this is going back with family mm-hmm. to to spend time getting the timelines yeah mm-hmm. no it's cool so it meant something to them too obviously no yeah i mean for and i yeah i just really i'm i'm happy to hear like hear this arc you know yeah. where we're in that i just i'm so I'm fascinated by how music can do this, mm-hmm. how it like it it will weave itself into our lives, and it's like when you get to be the person to write it and create it, and that's what gets woven in. Like it just, I don't know. It's it's cool. It's special. I mean, <clears throat> I know. Excuse me. I I, I know. Um, I know what it's like to to just have any kind of like like to be able to express yourself in song and then have anybody say anything good about her or bad. I mean, it really any, just have a reaction. Oh yeah. Just have there's, a, reaction. You know? there's an extreme vulnerability there too, because of the, the topic, mm-hmm. you know, and you talked about your relationship with your grandmother. So I, I could see how, yeah, you don't really want, you don't want it to go bad because of that. Oh yeah. yeah oh, yeah. totally. And and you're absolutely right. Like there was a lot of, I would even say, just fear. A lot of fear, or even some sense of insecurity. I guess fear and insecurity of just like, will they get it? Will they feel like I'm honoring her? even though that's how I feel, like, is that how my family receives it? Um, and it was overwhelming. I mean, I, I couldn't even listen to it the day that it dropped. And, um, I, when I did run into family member afterwards, they all were very much kind of echoing the same message, which was thank you. Thank you. Because I had included her voice at the end as well. And it was like, we all get to have her voice now, thanks to this. Like, if you hadn't done this, you know, and I had accidentally deleted the last voicemail I ever had from her or my phone broke or something like that, like, I would never have that again. And you've made her, you've allowed her to be eternal for all of us. And so I think that there was just kind of this big sense of, whenever I really want to hear her, I'm really missing her. Like I get to play that song now and I get to have her be a part of it and not just a memory. And so, um, yeah, I honestly couldn't have wished for it to go better than it did because it went incredibly well. And that's what mattered. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think you brought that up last time about how, um, was it a recording of your father's that you would listen to and say that your dad was in the oh yeah in the stereo yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so you've kind of done that for your family in the sense that now she's there like if they ever you know want a moment to remember so that's kind of that is cool yeah yeah for sure and it also i don't think i understood that initially that it could do that same thing for other people. I just knew that like, I needed that. <laughs> I needed to hear her like that. And, um, and it's definitely 
something that now, as you're mentioning it, it feels like, oh, wait, this is, this is big. This is big for my family. And, um, and, you know, whether, whether or not, um, they listen to it often because if I'm honest, I, I don't, I, it's hard to listen to for me. And I, I have moments when I really feel like I need to, because I'm missing her and I'm like, okay, I'm going to cry. So let me play it really quick so that I can. Um, it's um, it takes me back to that and it, and it allows me to release again, to have a space where I can, where I can be vulnerable and grieve her. So yeah. yeah, we've we've had the opportunity to talk about that, and it's not it's no joke. Mm-hmm. The process of getting through that. So mm-hmm. it's a process. It takes yeah. time. Time yeah. does it, you know. Yeah. Sure. I also wanted to I wanted to I want to talk about the new record. I want to talk about blue. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, you released blue. I think was it last month? It was last month, right? April? Yeah, last month. Mm-hmm, the yeah, I kind of want you to talk about that. It's a fantastic record. I've Thank listened you. to it several times. It's very good, Thank and I you. enjoy it. <clears throat> it's a good vibe to it. Yeah, I kind of. Thank I was, you. I want to talk about the vibe too. Yeah, because I want to talk about this style that you have. It's just, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's not. It's not like. You can't pin it on one thing, you know. You get the R and B. You have yeah. a little bit of the chill hop, a little bit of the little bit of little jazz, kind of like yeah. in there. You know, tell me about your style. Tell me about how this album came together, and you know, I want to. This was an exciting process for you to go through, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, it was one of these things where I had just come off of. Um, we had just finished recording as kind of like a a label as underdog music group. We had just finished perfect timing, which was like our EP as a, as a label with a few songs. And as you well know, like after you've been working and you're in the studio and you've been writing, like you kind of are buzzing off of that for a little while. And I want to say a few months later, I just felt like, okay, I need to do that again. Like I need to be writing again. I need to um, be creating again. And I met up, I think it was end of October, early November when um, I got the songs, we sat down and went to like a beat store myself and Dan Nicholson. And we started writing um, down what kind of styles of beats I wanted. I knew that I wanted more of the kind of chill hop vibes um, with less, um, I guess, less melody in the background so that I had a little bit more freedom to create the melody and um, kind of just see where it went. And so we got those, it was actually only four different beats and yeah, it, it was really interesting. It's actually so blue has five songs. Um, I wrote the lyrics to all the songs and the intro and interlude are technically the same beat. Um, Sombra, the interlude is the first thing I wrote um, on blue. And it was one of those things where I was just sitting with it, with the beat for a little while, listening to it on my way to work and home and all of that. And, um, and I don't know, it just felt like, like, uh, 
like a moment in time, like I was reliving and flashing back specifically to a time when um, my husband and I, we hadn't like technically started dating yet, but we were um, like in the talking phase, we'd been, we'd gone out a few times and my parents were very uh, formal in that, like, you couldn't be a boyfriend unless you asked permission and that whole thing. So um, we had gone out a few times and it was around like Valentine's day, only a week later, we, he asked my parents permission, but around Valentine's day, um, he actually told me that he loved me, that he was in love with me. And I had planned on telling him that I loved him, um, but on his birthday, which was only three days later. And so I kind of left him hanging. <laughs> I was like, Oh, cool. Have a good night. And like left. <laughs> and, um, and so Sombra came to me kind of as like this flashback memory thing where I was thinking like, Whoa, like that night, the night that like we fell in love basically, or we were able to express that at least to each other for the first time or that he expressed it to me, like we could not have foreseen the 11 years later, we could not have known all the things we would see, all the things we would do together, um, all the the building of a family, like all of that, we we could never have known just the kind of, I don't know, ride that we would take, you know, in that moment. And yet, like, here we are on the other side. And it was after writing that little interlude that it just felt like, oh, this is going to be like, this is going to be EP about us. Like, I'm going to make it a beginning, middle, and end that is our love story through through my eyes. And so, it just kind of started coming together little by little after that. Yeah, it was really cool. That is cool. Um, go ahead. No, I just, when you said story, it just got me thinking. Yeah, the, the way I... The way I view it, like the EP is like, it is a story. And then it's like each little song is its own little vignette. It's its own story. That yeah. Moves in. Yeah. I really, it, it is like, if you listen to it, start to finish, I just like consuming <clears throat> music like this. I like, I like, uh, listening to an entire album, whatever, multiple songs in a row. It's just what I like to do. And so I, I like going There's on the continuity ride. there. Yeah. Um. yeah soothing it's soothing like did you Goodness, I'm losing my voice. did you mean it to is that just you you know is that just <laughs> you coming out you just have a soothing presence like it was very listening to it it was very easy to listen to in that way you know oh thank you you know i that's just how they came together it just felt you know, I, I I would love to say, oh yeah, that's just that's just me, right? I just like ultra smooth, <laughs> you know, person, and I just like soak my way through life. Um, but I don't know. It, it feels <laughs> like a thing that um, I don't know. It just kind of came together that way i am drawn to those sounds a hundred percent like that is what makes me feel the most connected to myself musically like i feel 
the most myself when I'm singing very kind of prolonged notes and do half steps up, half steps down, where there's vibrato, where there's a little bit of rasp. Like it just feels the most natural to me. And um, and as I was writing it, those were just the things that kind of came in in that moment, in those moments. Um, so it's really great to hear that that's how it was received, at least, um, that it felt that way, because I definitely wanted it to feel like, I guess, like you were saying, that it was transitioning from one thing to the next, and there was some cohesion, that there was a little bit of a flow that felt like was intentional because it absolutely was. And so, yeah, I'm glad that, that, that read in that way. That, w- that would have been great though. If you were like, hell yeah, it's cause I'm smooth. <laughs> it's, great. Yeah, it's just me. It's, just, it's, it's how I do. It's how we do. About this. This is how, just how I Obviously. Do. <laughs> I just do this on the regular. You know, one thing I'm, I'm so curious about is like, what does it mean for you to be? Cause I went down this path where I didn't pursue my music exactly, right? Like I went and got a day job. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm, what does it mean for you to like have gone down that path, but also like you haven't lost it, like you, you've, you're still doing this music thing. And I, yeah. I'm kind of curious, like, what did that feel like to get through, you know, this whole process of like you, you were, you know, you're really, really like promoting the album and, 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 yeah. and you know what I mean? This build up, build up, build up, and then it came out. And so I'm kind of curious about that. Oh, wow. It was, it felt like kind of like what we had talked about um, at the last one about like this whole importance on timing. Like it felt like once again, like this was the time I could not have put it together and then done the promotion part of it and like gotten to work um, with some other podcasts and perform it a few times if like it didn't fit with my lifestyle. And so it felt honestly like as, I don't know, as estoy pensando en español otra vez, lo siento. If I, it felt like, everyone says like a dream come true. Like, like the, like I was living the dream that my little eight year old self had thought, you know, because when I was a little kid, I always dreamed of like having a career, but also still singing. And so there were so many moments, like, I wish I could, I wish I was joking, but I remember there were moments where I was preparing to like do a podcast slash performance um, type of interview. And I could feel my heart racing and feel like I was going to crack and all of that. And I literally had to sit and like put on my ocean sounds and tell my inner child, like you said, I got you. Yeah, exactly. My uh, inner child and say, like you said, I got you you did it. You're okay. You're safe. Like the same things I would tell my own kids, you know, when they're being it too excited. Very real for you in those moments. Absolutely. Like reality hit, right? Oh, totally. Is. Totally. And it felt like I needed to just remind myself that like, this is what I've done. Like I've, I've, I did it. I did what I, what I always 
dreamt to do, which was compose something, put it together and then put it out and see, see how people receive it. And, um, and so it's been, it's been just very like, it just feels like a dream. It feels like, like I'm living it in real time. And, um, you know, what's cool though. So like you talked about, you know, with, with uh, the the voicemail recording, how that's sort of memorialized, right? It's always there. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like this album that you've done, it's always no one can take that away. Like right? You've you've produced something that is a, this this piece of art that mm-hmm. uh, no matter whatever else happens from now till whatever kingdom come, you know, yeah. you've, you've done this thing. You've expressed yourself in this way. You've you've put this thing out there. And uh, it's cool. Like it's, it's always going to be there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day as um, I was looking at just the songs, like the number of songs that I guess is linked to my profile now. And it's like, what in the world? Like I, you know, in a year's time uh, and just a little bit over a year um, I've had the, the opportunity to make 12 songs um you have a catalog now yeah, yeah you and do. that blows my mind it's just like how did this happen i mean i know how it happened but it's like pinch me you know like it's it's really cool was yeah. it um pretty surreal when you were performing these live and it's like all come come full circle here and it, can you talk a little bit about what you were feeling when you were performing? Yeah, I, it, even now I feel like it's, it feels like something that was a movie that I watched. Like I was there and I know it happened, but it feels like it was almost an out-of-body experience at the same time, because I can almost see myself going through that. And it feels uh, in the in the time in the moment um of course like the lights are low the dj's in the back there's like cool blue lighting everywhere um and i'm getting introduced and i step out in front of this crowd of a blend of people who include my family my uncles came out um it was actually one of the coolest things, what was it? I think it was right before I started performing. I got a text message from one of my uncles who was there and I could tell immediately that it wasn't meant for me, but he was meaning to send it to someone else about coming out to to the show. And it said something like, um, it said something like, Hey, um, I'm coming out to Lisi's show. Um, don't worry. Um, it's not Christian music, so you can drink because it was Easter weekend. And I was like, uh, <laughs> 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 I feel like my uncle just gave me a huge compliment for himself, you know, like coming from him and the way that he maneuvers. I was like, like, oh, so you basically were like, time. exactly. That's what I told him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, great. basically, you said you're going to come out and have a great time. And, um, and so just to see you. him there, <laughs> um, so my grandpa I'll probably enjoy there. myself. So sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> It was, um, it was great. I, 
I just remember like stepping out and my grandfather's there and my, um, my mom and dad couldn't be there because they were actually watching our kids, but my in-laws are there. My, my husband's aunt is there and some of his cousins and, um, and then people that like I've, I had come in contact with um, friends, people that had just started following me on social media were there. And so it was just like, whoa, like, here are all these people and, and they're here to listen to my songs. Like what? And, and they're here because the, the EP isn't out yet and they want to know what is going to be on it. And um, it just felt like I was floating. It just felt like I was, it felt natural to do. I didn't, I don't remember feeling any like specific, really big nerves as, as it was happening, but um, it just felt like, I had to leave it all out there and and soak it in and and it's something that like I look back on pictures on my phone and I'm like that really happened like that that's a real thing like that's it's really really cool and I'm so grateful that people came and that they enjoyed it and um have since you know shared it with their own friends and family and I mean I just kind of blows my mind I guess still talking about it I don't know that I I have fully processed everything yet if that makes sense seems like it's still sinking in yeah that's what it feels like for sure yeah that's I you know that's I guess that's really awesome yeah it's really awesome you know I'm happy for you to hear that because the way you talk about it makes me want to book a show and go play, man. I'm sorry to cut you off. It's sorry like for how me. often how often do you get to make it happen? Yeah. You talked about yeah. this is a dream you had and then all of a sudden here I am and Right. I could see how it might take some time to process everything. Yeah. No, it feels, and like you said, it makes me want to do it again. Like, I just want to keep doing that whenever I can, you know, it's, and now that it's out, obviously, cause that was the weekend before it's like, whoa, like how cool would it be to get another group of people or that same group of people back together and be a part of something where, um, I get to sing it again and they might know the lyrics, like just even imagining that kind of blows my mind, but, um, yeah, I guess that's what you think about next, right? I mean, I don't, I've never done this before, so I don't know exactly what else to to do besides keep creating and putting more stuff out there. Well, we talked about plans earlier, right, Michael? What did you have to say about plans? That That's resurfaced, apparently. Plans? They're just the illusion of control. It's not, <laughs> yeah. It's illusion. Yeah. It's a, it is literally a, uh, thought experiment. It's, mm -hmm. it's not actually anything because you still have to take the action. You took action. Like you did it. You, you went, you know, you put out this, uh, you went and I forget it's, I know it's called perfect timing, but I don't know what to call it exactly, but it's like this, this label, you know, yeah. you went yeah. and did this with this group of people and you're like, I want right. more of this. Right. And you know, you did it. You, you you recorded the thing, you put it out there, you promoted it, you know, you, that's, that's it. I mean, that is, that is the dream, isn't it? And that living the dream, yeah. it, it's funny. It's like, it doesn't, doesn't have to mean that 
anything other than like like what it is like what you went through and what oh exactly you know what i mean like it doesn't have it's to a be journey, oh right it's a retrospectively looking back at the journey and yeah wow that's what makes this moment so special you know you talked about um some of the meaning behind it you know when you first started developing a relationship a serious relationship with your husband and how that kind of progressed right and how you can't really plan everything right you just kind of just go with it and before you know like you said 11 years later you're like whoa yeah yeah Yeah. great but it's like it's funny how life it's sometimes the minutes can feel like hours but then 10 years pass and you're like wow what happened yeah exactly (laughs) wait a minute trying to comprehend how all that works is I'm kind of getting tapped out on it, although I will still talk about it ad nauseum, but yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you you can, I think you can definitely overdo it, like everything, right? You could overdo anything and, and spend too much time or energy talking about any specific topic. And I think for me, what I what I've been keeping as a measure of my time um is more like seasons at this point like it's like oh what oh football season's coming so that means summer break is soon oh summer break means my kids birthdays and so like just kind of chunks of of time and and yeah i mean i think that's the other thing that i haven't that means a lot to me is like um i getting to make these songs at this age of my children's lives where they can sing them with me is the thing that I will never forget. It's something that has, I think, probably meant the most to me in this process um, because even now, like if I were to play a song or it were to pop up when I'm like listening through my Apple music, um, they're the first ones to start singing. And they, I remember doing that with my dad's music when I was a kid, you know, I would, he would pop in his cassette and I would sing along and he never said anything to us about that. He never like turned around and or looked at my mom that I remember anyways, that where he was like, wow, they're, li-, you know, they're singing with me, but that's a memory that I have. And to know that like my kids will have a memory like that um, just means everything to me and that it's unique. I get to share it. Yeah. It's very unique. It's like, this resonates with me quite a bit because I have two young kids. And uh, there's a song I said, well, I have several, but there's one in particular that they just, it's a quick little, it's just a riff really, but it's a song mm-hmm. and they sing it with me because they know it. <clears throat> it's two lines. It's not long. And yeah, it's, it's like, it's hard to describe like what that means to me. Yeah. I can't. It felt like part of you wanted to, to sing it and then you held back. Is it too personal to? You mean, whoa, right this here now? Oh, no, I, no. I thought you were going to pick up a guitar right now. No, no, I just leaned over and coughed and tried to mute it. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I didn't. Yeah, I'm trying like to clear my throat. About to, yeah, like it looked like you were about to. Honestly, go if if my if my voice wasn't going through whatever it's doing right now, I would totally do it. But it's just uh, you're roughed up. Huh? You can you know it's a little Easter egg, and then and then when I put it on the next album, people will love it. But the yes. <laughs> no, but like it's I can't even. We, we've gone through a lot, my my little family and these last yeah. few years and like we had a moment where it's like it's, it's kind of nighttime and the kids were not in the best mood sick and yeah. i'm like here let me pull out the guitar and i'll play i'll play a few songs and i played that song and it helped it was just yeah. it was just nice to have this little thing yeah and what I, I guess what i'm driving at is just like what you're doing which is i think is cool it's like you know if you grew up like me grew up in like a church setting where a lot of these songs that you and your family know are these church mm -hmm. songs mm -hmm. and that's great it's cool it's culture it's i'm not i'm not dogging that i don't you yeah, know yeah. it's it's all good i'm not a church guy and that's okay but yeah. what what's cool is that like you what you wrote and what you did is your that's that's the culture like that's your culture that's your yeah. you created that for right. your family right and and that's that's like that's stay and that's going to be there like they all right. have a copy whatever you know it's it's like that's your family's music now yeah that that's amazing and there aren't words yeah there it's so you know? hard to pinpoint and um i mean even now like i think about um going back to the kids having a rough night we we co-slept for a long time and that just meant that we had you know five-year-olds in our bed forever because that's just they, they were just like why would we ever leave you know you're used to getting kicked at i was done at six months i'm just gonna say we stopped i stopped oh, at six months too I, okay you know i i definitely thought about why i didn't stop <laughs> after a while um, but what has gotten us to actually be able to stop is that we, what really was just recognizing that, um, that they needed connection before bed. They needed to feel connected and safe and loved and all of that. And instead of doing the, what everyone was telling us to do was just be like, go to bed, like cold turkey no big deal and then being upset and crying and us getting frustrated and all of that was um turning it in i came up with a five minute cuddle we do a five minute cuddle before bed and they will not let me forget if i so much as say all right guys um tonight when we get home you're going to do this 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 and that and then you go to bed my daughter's like but what about the five minute cuddle and i'm like five that's always going to be there you know and um and it's funny because literally we just sit on the couch we hold i hold them or me and my husband if we're both there then we take a kid and we sit quietly and my daughter has gotten into the habit of asking me to sing a song for them to relax to and and do that and again like it's all part of this it's all connected to this like oh my gosh like i get to do this like this i get to have my kids connect soothing and loving and warmth and comfort at night at bedtime with music and with me with music and like i don't mean to get emotional but it is an emotional thing for me to to experience and to um and to feel fortunate to be a part of because as tiring as parenting is and can be 
um, that's one of the things that even for myself at the end of the day, it feels like, oh, like I can breathe too. Like this is as much as it is for them. It's for me too. And, um, and it just feels like such a privilege to be able to do through music and with music as a part of it. It's special. It's cool. Yeah. I read it resonates with me quite a bit because I, I know, I mean, I know what you're talking about. It's, for me, they're the reason why I still even care to write songs, you mm-hmm. know, like I, cause I, I put out this album, my own album. It's not even up anymore. And then there's this album that, uh, that Ryan and I, we still got to get out, man. But yes. like, in terms of when I think of what I want to write about or what I want, like, what is the reason why I'm even going to write music? It's because I want to give them something that yeah. I can't give to them in words. You know, yeah. so, um, yeah, it's just, it's cool. That's, it's special that you get to do that. You know, it's special that you have those rituals, those yeah. family rituals, right? There's, there's, they're special. For sure. Yeah. If there's one thing that, um, we can avoid is, uh, music is laced with a lot of emotion. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it can be, you know, deep pretty deep and impactful but uh it can be used it can be a conduit for some extremely positive things Mm -hmm. and connection you know and you're just highlighting all the connection that's that's kind of come in relation to the music so that's was it um was it surreal when i always wonder this is it was it surreal when people you didn't know you know were telling you wow this um i went through the same thing or like can you talk a little bit about what that meant to you or what that was like processing you know yeah um you're saying from blue like the people feeling like they went to something similar yeah um it it was i think that um one of the things, and, and it's so interesting to me how different people um, connect with different songs. Um, I had people who really gravitated towards um, Hesitation. Hesitation um, features David Dorian from New York. Um, his handle is at david.dorian. And, um, and it's a song that for me, when it was right, when I was writing it, it felt um, like I really wanted to focus on the stage of love that feels scary, that feels risky, that feels like you're putting yourself out there and you don't necessarily know if you're going to sink or swim and, or if the other person will reciprocate. And it was significant to me because although, yeah, like I could like anything have ideas of um, early on in a relationship, going through something like that and feeling like, Oh my gosh, I'm really into him. Like what if he doesn't feel the same way kind of thing. It's also something that is cyclical, even in a marriage, right? You can have moments when you are so focused on um, paying the bills and going to work and doing things like that, that you'll catch yourself in moments feeling like, oh my gosh, like I 
love this person. And if they were ever not to love me anymore, like I would be destroyed. Like I would not be okay. Um, and it was interesting how many people in different phases of their own love lives really connected to that song who some of them were like, Oh yeah. Like I just started dating someone and I feel this way to people who were married for a long time, who were identifying with that. Um, and other people who really liked um, Shine On, which I had pushed as kind of my single, um, which is the stage that I consider myself in now, which is one of these kind of like, I got you. Like, I Don't got worry, you. I'll keep the light on. I'll keep the light on. I'm here, you know, and um, I love that you knew the lyric. <laughs> um, and yeah, I. I feel like there is people who with time, you know, in those relationships where they've been together for a really long time, they're like, that's my song. Like, I get that. I understand that. I know what that feels like. And so absolutely always, anytime someone were to message me um, and share, like, this is my favorite song. It just feels like, whoa, like how, like, how did I make something that other people are feeling like, they can relate to it. And yet there absolutely is a component as to why I wrote it for that purpose. Like I wanted to feel connected to other people with shared experiences and that's happening. And so it is a hundred percent surreal. Mission like, accomplished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like them all. I, I shine on is definitely, I would have to say is the, just the one that at least had me whistling it. That was oh like, yeah. Nah, 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 yeah yeah I'm, I'm in it you know like and, and I that that little tune stuck in my head and that I mean mission accomplished I mean it's it's uh, yeah it's good stuff thank you that's great but that's that's cool to man and I just and it's funny I never, I never get we're talking about the same process with everyone we talk to this creative right. process it's right. different for everybody but a lot of themes are the same of and I don't get tired of it like I don't I enjoy this process. This, this to me feels like part of it too. For me, it's like, I'm studying it still, you mm -hmm. know, I, I still have more music, right? I guess I, we do, I man. Think we it'll music it'll probably be something that's eternally fascinating for yeah. me. And that's one of the reasons why we keep doing this is yeah, getting that take. And, and it's really, I don't know if it's just inspiring to me. Like it makes me feel better about life when I, when people are out there, you know, like yourself creating and putting mm -hmm. it out there, you know, like there's something about that, that I really, I respect it. I, I understand it. And it's just, it feels mystical sometimes a creative process, Absolutely. you know, because it feels like there's something that's a little bit beyond us all, but just to hear people talk about that, you know, it's, it's a powerful thing to me. Like I, I can't hear enough about it. Yeah. Just life experience is really fascinating, you know, because we talked about how life is so nuanced. Right. There's so many things going on. We're trying to understand it. So I'm always fascinated to hear how other people have navigated um, certain situations and certain moments. It's, it's just, I, I think it's necessary, right? Absolutely. To talk about it, to hear about it, to, mm -hmm. to realize we're all human beings right um that's what we're trying to do and it's 
it's cool that it's happening you know it's mm -hmm. cool that you're seeing what you wanted to see it's it just those are the best moments in life i think mm -hmm. you know when it does turn out the way that you wanted it to like it's great yeah and it feels like and you would know um this is kind of like a question to y'all because you do this um so often like have you seen that um have you seen a theme in people in the way that they react to how it's received once it's out there like is there a theme of like gratitude or a theme of like uh, yearning for more or like, is there something that we all kind of have in common? Once you've put the work in, you've recorded it, it's mastered and you put it out there. Like, have you guys heard this consistent kind of messaging or has that even kind of changed per individual? Everyone's There's different. a few nuances, right? There, yeah. there are a few topics in relation to that. I feel like, mm. um, did you have something that came to your mind specifically, Michael? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's this idea of sh these shared experiences. They're mm -hmm. different for each of us. We're sharing different experiences. Mm -hmm. And each genre, like, because we've had so many different musicians from different genres, right? Different yeah. parts of the music world. They're all sort of doing their own unique thing, just a little bit differently than, than everybody else, you know? Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> all of us want connection all mm -hmm. of us want to tell a story all mm -hmm. of us want to like you know what i mean connect with other human beings with with this art thing this art form mm -hmm. um yeah i mean that that's you know what I'm, uh i'm just thinking about it's it feels to me like one of the one of the thoughts that continues to be brought up in relation to all this is people feel that they need to do certain things mm -hmm. you know like how you talked about coming back to music after so many years but you felt like you needed to do it mm -hmm. um it it almost feels like everyone in this space feels that need to do it and mm -hmm. they don't feel right unless they go through the experience like you did right mm -hmm. and then they 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 create they put it out and they're like I can breathe easily because I know I did what I felt like I should do. Yeah. There's kind of like this, you can't rest until you did it type of thing. And I think most creatives kind of have that, you know, Yeah. that I don't, I, I just, I need to do it and it's going to be a, a lifelong process, but I know right. as if I do it, I'll feel, I'll feel okay. I'll feel good. Like I know I'm yeah. doing what I'm supposed to. Like it kind of feels that way. Yeah. That's so interesting to me. I, I feel like you're right. There is, there is absolutely this part of, of a relief that comes with the like completion of the task, right? If whatever it is, if, if I was writing a poem or something like I, I would say that before I got back into music, I had a little stint of like slam poetry and it just slam felt like, poetry. I needed, yeah, it felt like I needed to like, just express, like express myself. And 
it was after the expression that there felt like a calm. There felt like a, okay, I'm good again. Like I'm okay again. And, um, and I think that's so fascinating that so many people experience something very similar after, after having been able to put whatever they wanted to do out there, whether one person heard it or not, like it's out, it's there, it's there. And you get to experience it over and over and over again. And it exists. It exists. Sometimes yeah. it's good enough, right? Just a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. But can I just real quick? Um, no, no. Me. Again, this happened last Slam week. poetry? No, no, just hang on. I just want to, because we're not we're set up. a moment here with Lisa. We're not set up for like a, for like a moment for you to like necessarily like perform, perform. But yeah. as, you know, as you, you don't have to have like a, just a, you know, a line or two, a little slam poetry line you can throw out. I'm just curious. Just, I'm just trying to see if I can get you to share. <laughs> He's putting you some on of the that. spot. Oh yeah. hundred percent. You don't like to put people on the spot, but you're doing Yes, we do. We do. <laughs> oh my gosh i of course of course there's a line of course there's i can do a whole poem off the no i'm just kidding <laughs> time for the poem i mean but don't you remember she's smooth like that <laughs> <laughs> i just i just have it stored away somewhere always ready in case um yeah no i it was such a let me think there was a Oh my gosh. There was a poem that I wrote for my little sister um, after like her first ever heartbreak. So this is like just out of high school for myself. And she's like in high school or about to start high school. And, um, and it had a song in it as well, because of course I had to put a song in it. How, how could I not? Um, but Oh my gosh. I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to cringe because this was so long ago, <laughs> but you can blame Mike. this is a safe space, a safe space. Our beautiful listeners love, love everything we do. You're going to make it. <laughs> it's one of those things. It, it feels like it's one of those things where, yeah, I know it, but do I really want to say it? Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's exactly that. Yeah. Um, Oh my God. Okay. Just, just to say that I did. Okay. Just to once again, be like, okay, I was called out and here I am and I'm going to do it. Let's see. Uh, it went something like drip, drop, drip, drop, drip. And as each drop of mascara stained agony hits the pavement, his cheap remorse dips too quick to save him. Pegged with pity, with pity, he stands complacent, watching her drag her feet to the car as he pulls out of her life forever. She sinks into the driver's seat, afflicted, torn, and drowning. The waves pull her under, towering from every angle. She seeks refuge in the static of her FM radio and hears. Tell them all I know now. Shout it from the rooftops. Write it on the skyline. All we have is gone now. Tell them I was happy and my heart is broken. All my scars are open. Tell them 
what I hoped would be impossible, 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 impossible. And that's. Hey, (laughs) yeah, that was great. That was entertaining. That was entertaining for <laughs> real. Entertaining. You guys are being so nice, right? I don't now. know what I'm going to. Well, I don't know what to well, expect when is, you say slam poetry. Come on, like I don't know. I don't. Do I really know? No, <laughs> I didn't expect a performance. So I yeah. didn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't the guy could provoke that out of you. That's fantastic. That was that was great. <laughs> Thank was you. Great. Thank you. Yeah, it had a whole theme, and you know what? I guess it fits into the blue thing because it was like a total marine-themed poem. <laughs> you know, have this thing about the ocean. I think it speaks to your character because when you said you wrote, uh, you know, something for a sibling, I thought it might be like a trash talk, <laughs> <laughs> like a trash track. You know, yeah. Like, no, it's like this loving. You know, like you'll be okay. And yeah. Do you right. like the way his mind works? Like that's where it goes, and that's yeah. That exactly. Yeah. That says a lot about me. Too. Slam poetry <laughs> means I'm going to slam this other person. Insults. That's it's roast. It's roast battle. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. So I was. That's why that affected me in the moment because it was a very sweet. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was one of those things. Oh my gosh, that again, kind of like what you were saying originally, that it just felt like I couldn't, I, I struggled to express just general feelings, you know, to people, but I could do it through music. I could do it through poetry. I could write metaphors and similes and all of these things and comparisons, but to sit there and say, Hey, like, it really hurts me to see you hurting. was a massive challenge for me. And, um, and yet I still wanted to be able to say those things. And so, I would write songs and poetry about it. It seems like you've just, you have a history of you're connecting these personal moments and people in your life. You're mm-hmm. doing this, you're, you're doing it for you, but you're also yeah. doing it for your, for, for your loved ones too. And that's important. That's, yeah. that's, that's a gift that you're giving them that, that only you can give them. Mm-hmm. You know? Thank you. I think it's cool. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I never thought I'd ever say that in those lines again, but. <laughs> well, now, see, now, we, now, it's, for eternity, now it's forever. It's, it's oh recorded. The beautiful listeners can just hit. You know, that fi- <laughs> cool thing about podcasts is that 15 second rewind thing. You just beep, beep, and you go back, go back. This is one of those true. settings to where we never know what's going to happen, you know, but that's, yeah. that's what we want, you know, just to have a real that's right. conversation. Right. I wasn't expecting a performance. That's great. This, this is a, I, I, honestly, I think it's. Uh, I think it's the way the way this this thing was headed. I don't know how. I can't explain. I don't it. Either. It's yeah. Headed that way. Yeah, Feels yeah. like a, it was that was a crescendo, be. right? I agree. Um, yeah, I'm just so happy you came back to to chat with us and hang out with us for a little bit and talk Thank to. You so much. It's yeah, one of real. those things where we were going through a really rough time when we started this thing and we reached out to a lot of people and you know, you're one of the people that showed up for us. So you're part of the, part of the story. We appreciate Thank it. You. Thank yeah, you. It means so a lot much. to us. It really, yeah. Does. Inside the sound family for real. 
No, thank you. I seriously, like I said, um, I think at the beginning, I didn't anticipate, you know, when we first started messaging over a year ago, what this first podcast would be like. And then I listened to the shows that you have before I get to be on it. And I'm like, what? Like, there isn't anything like this. There isn't anything that's creating a space to like sit and have real conversations with musicians, with creatives that just kind of gushes about that whole process and connects. And, and then, like I said, like, I, you don't have to feel pressured MJ, but like, I consider you a friend. Like I, we've messaged a few times and I appreciate, you know, how candid you have been with me and, um, and I hope you've felt that way in my, in, from, in return. And I just feel like it was just a natural progression of the conversations that we'd had here and feeling like there's a very genuine and authentic sense that you guys carry about yourselves that, that keeps not only your listeners coming back every episode, but that keeps and is keeping all of us like yearning to, to be on shows like yourself. So thank you. Thank you for having me again. Well, it means a lot. I really appreciate that. We you appreciate mutual. that a lot. Um, thank you. It's an interesting thing. Just real time authenticity. Yeah. yeah. You've never met. You know? Right. Yeah. It's kind of, it it's was, just cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Like-minded yeah. individuals, you know, it's, it's yeah. again, no, I don't have any other outlet like this, you know? Yeah. It's amazing. Sorry, Ryan. I it's not off. contrived. It's not contrived. You know, you're not contrived. It's, it's real time. <laughs> you're real time. <laughs> um, that's contrived though. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, well, how, what should I call it? The, you like to poke the bear. You like to what? No, I don't. You like to sass. I'm here professional, trying to be professional all the time, and you're. I think, you know, um, you're wanting to trade verbal jabs in front of her. If we're, she's been here guest. the whole time. You know, she's been here the whole time. She saw how that went. The projection and the incrimination. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing that that all the beautiful listeners are well acquainted with. <laughs> well, they keep coming. Childlike back. bickering. For the yeah, they, they come back for the show. This is the show. Um, oh, there's that too. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Lisa, I'm wondering if you have uh, any words of wisdom you want to share with the beautiful listeners. Oh my goodness! Can be wow. about anything. Doesn't have to be anything in particular. But I'm just curious. Yeah, what comes to mind? Yeah, you know, I think the the biggest thing for me right now is just really relish and soak up the things that make you happy as much as you can in the moment, in real time. Um, because that has honestly been the thing that has made, I feel like this process that much more real and that much more fulfilling because I don't feel like this um, this need to wish 
or hope for more than what is right now. I just am really trying to do one thing at a time and in the in real time, like just enjoy that and to let that be part of my memory bank and be part of the things that just I can pull back from on those days when I'm extra tired, when I'm super drained and say, whoa, but I got to do that. And it filled me up so much. And I remember what it felt like and just sitting in that gratitude. And so I hope all your beautiful listeners have things that they can tap into that can um, fill them up in that way as well, because life is way too short to let those little gems escape us so quickly. And so that's it. I just hope that they take that with them and it serves them the way it served me because it's been really helpful. So, yeah. I like that. Thank you. Um what you what about you, Ryan? You usually got some something some quip ready to go. Do you have uh you have any words of wisdom you want to share? I don't know if I'd relegate it to that level of thought to to refer to it as a quip, but <laughs> let's just be wild and free, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, folks, beautiful listeners, you know, you know, we love you. Go check out Lisa's uh, EP blue. If you haven't already, you're going to love it. Listen, give it a listen. Yeah. Give it a spin or two. Maybe, you know, make a purchase. Um, and, uh, yeah, come back and, uh, check us out later. We'll talk to you later. And don't trust Michael. Uh, don't tr- what? <laughs> no, when it comes I, we're not ending on that. He tells you, how about dare you? Me. That's not true. That's don't. <laughs> He's not a good source. Don't dismerge this, this reputable show with your lies and propaganda. Okay, <laughs> all right. We love you all. Bye.